Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Julie, this is Jonathan from hey. Rivers and Robots. So nice Sweet. to meet you. This is Julie Jones. So Julie is pretty much the law around here. Okay. So yeah, if you, I'll if, that. yeah. If you stay on the right side of Julie, you're going to stay. Okay. North America's going to be fine. Okay. <laughs> After a few days, I started to get calls from people saying, "Is is Jonathan from Rivers and Robots in town?" Like, of course, I wasn't going to be the only one to have noticed their potential, and I already knew that other labels were after them. So yeah, the day comes when you put in an offer and they then go and speak to the people that represent them and you try and do a deal but there's there's an unusual dynamic to this a bit of a twist that they aren't really very interested in money which is really refreshing but kind of different and just takes a little bit of time to get your head around okay this may be completely naive of me or outsider but i'm sorry money they're not they're not interested in money no i've known them for a few years now and they really don't seem to be interested in money at all in fact they've set themselves up as almost like musical missionaries so all of the money they make from the band and from music goes into this fund which they essentially give away. And so when you're talking to them about like, well, you know, for this we would pay that much and whatever, they're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, like those are the those things are not important to them, which I absolutely love. Is this common? I, it, it's not common at all. I mean, Jesus obviously didn't have a bank account, which is where some people get a little bit caught up. But he talked more about money than any other subject he ever talked about. He realized the power of it. And I think money is something you can harness the power of money for good or you can be controlled by it. And that's the big struggle. And what I love about Rivers and Robots is they're almost mocking money by turning it on its head and not really being that interested in it. And yet... They seem to be able to do the things they want to do because they harness it and channel it in the right ways. I'm Chris Lawson-Jones. I've worked in Christian music for over 15 years. I've seen it grow and grow in the face of the great music industry recession. I believe we're entering a new era of Christian music. Something's brewing. 
with Stormzy, Chance the Rapper, Bieber and many others drawing on Christianity for inspiration. And with this stuff I'm hearing coming through now, I'm convinced the Christian world is making the kind of music that's truly exceptional. What if there was a label for this music? What sub-pop was for grunge in Seattle? What Ministry of Sound was for dance in London? What Motown was for, well, Motown? That's a big ambition, isn't it? It is, but I've got eight months to find out. Eight months where I'm going to be taking this new label, running club records, from a pipe dream to a first single. Previously on Running Club Records. So Running Club is going to Nashville. This city is church and music. All of the major Christian publishers, record labels, recording studios happen to to be in Nashville. So it's just, it's the Hollywood of Christian music. So Chris, I would assume that seeing others after Rivers and Robots just must make you want them more. So there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of number crunching, a lot of will they, won't they, and then... Finally, I get the call from their lawyer to say, I'm sending this to the band to sign. And it was like all my Christmases on the same day. We had we had a band. We have a band. We actually have a band on Running Club. Running Club will go to the ball. Meanwhile, back in Nashville. While we're in town, we want to make the most of it and meet with as many people as we can on the industry side. Um, who will be able to help Running Club and its artists when we get off the ground. Um, I'm Cole Flynn. I do marketing and oversee digital marketing for Integrity Music. And so how do we break in? Like, what Do we just do what we do and hope for the best? I think there's some of that. <clears throat> I think if you ask anybody who has been really successful at something, they say it's 50% uh, skill and talent and it's 50% luck. You know, in our case, um, we need anointing as well from God. We need to, and in in the running club artists need to um, really just, you know, ask that God goes before them and paves that way. Because I think that's the only way that running club is really going to be successful. And, and, and hopefully that's the case. But success is also very subjective you know if, if running club never leaves the uk that doesn't mean it's not successful i mean just growing up that i know there's always been a, been a rich history of uk music traveling to the u.s right and it just be interesting it's just more interesting than yeah. anything to see if this translates in the same way yeah i mean i think to put it in a nutshell i think running club just has to be true to itself and that's one of the things i think americans love about uk music is that it doesn't sound like American. Like, it doesn't sound like usually what's coming out of America, and that's why we gravitate towards it, because we need something different. So Running Club just needs to be Running Club. It's um, Friday night, and um, at the departure gate, about to get my flight back to London after a, a crazy but really productive week in Nashville. I think the one thing that I've been most encouraged about is that I met a lot of people this week who seem to be thinking the same thing that I'm thinking, we're thinking in in terms of why we're starting Running Club and the ethos of it and the reason behind it. And it encourages me that there might be something um, 
similar stirring in America. And if it's stirring in the UK and it's stirring in America, it might be kind of cooking up in other parts of the world as well. So it might kind of be bigger than I had thought it might be. In Running Club, we're trying to create a feeling of camaraderie between a like-minded group of musicians and artists. And it might actually be possible for us to build a sense of camaraderie and community between labels as well who are trying to do the same thing. So you know, it gives you a little warm, fuzzy feeling to um, get through the horrific overnight British Airways co-chair partner flight experience. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So I've been back from Nashville for a couple of weeks and... I catch up with Danny just to check in on how things are going. Yeah, so we met in London Bridge and we're standing outside of the Shard and we've had like breakfast for about an hour just kind of doing general chit-chat and I'm like, right, we need to get somewhere. And I just say... I think, you know, obviously we've been, we've known each other quite a few years and I feel like we're in a place in our relationship and how we approach... Um, business that we can talk honestly about stuff and so I, I just had some feedback some honest feedback about how I felt coming away from it um, just you know I wanted to pose the question how serious do you see me as an artist because maybe in my head I hadn't I hadn't I wasn't fully convinced of that or we I just wanted to have that really honest chat um, and it's hard isn't it when you're in that environment because there's loads of other artists and there's loads of other agendas and you have been called into a million and one things but but uh yeah just to just to have an honest chat about what the future looks like and so you came away a little bit with a few questions about where you stood basically in the context of 
like running the yeah. context of running club and yeah and the, compared to other people who are also on potentially on the label on yes I, in Nashville I was kind of doing everything I thought in the right way I was kind of playing the right kind of long game or quick game with different people and so naturally I can see how it came across to Danny that he was being overlooked in some way to a point where now I'm beginning to try and go on this journey of what would music look like full-time for me Um, because it it hasn't been so far I think firstly it's having the audacity to believe that this is the right path for me you know I'm recently married thinking about having kids thinking about sustaining um, an income for my family you know is this something that is manageable and even achievable my family have always been huge supporters and advocates for me like massive and and it's meant a huge deal to me to always have that backing but at the same time when you wake up on a Monday morning and it's grey outside and you know you need to get up and go to work you know what does that work look like that allows you know my wife to thrive at home you know future kids to be well so that has been my biggest thing potential fault of mine is that I having been on the artist side having been that's what I was before I was uh, doing what I do now I've been in situations with people who do my job now who where they sort of made promises they couldn't keep to make me feel good Yeah. and I think I'm so cautious of not doing that that I sometimes probably under promise to a too great an extreme. I think your your new name could be Cautious Chris. Cautious Chris. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, For good reason. Yeah. So that's something I'm working on, and um, it's helpful to me that people like you can sort of talk to me honestly because that helps me to try and be better at my job. And we are all just making this up as we go along, Absolutely. essentially. So I really appreciate your. Uh, honesty, your ability to to tell me how you're feeling because it just helps me to know how to do this better. Yeah. My response to what Danny said was to say, okay, if you're up for it, I'm up for it. Because it's not that I don't believe in you, it's that I was trying to pace this out in a way that I thought was the most manageable for you, but we can take this up a gear if you're ready to take this up a gear. And the thing I was really impressed with with Danny is that he went away, thought about all of those questions, talked about it with his wife, came back and said, boom, 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 we're ready. And now we're in a position where we can offer him a record deal and a publishing deal. The best way I can describe where I'm at now is I think I'm trying to develop a thicker skin to the business and allow a really soft approach to the art. So... Um, it's not easy. It's really not easy to navigate passion and then process. I just feel like with Chris, like we could make amazing cutting edge music that you would hear anywhere in the world, you know, anywhere in the mainstream that there'd be no differentiation between, oh, this sounds Christian and this sounds like I want people to put it on and be able to feel proud putting it on in front of their friends that don't have faith and it not sound weird that's 
that's what really excites me is just getting out there beginning to create beginning to inspire other people and just for you know making music makes me come alive so there's something that's come up a few times and that's this idea that the music could cross over into the secular world and i know that it's kind of like a bonus that would be cool but i just want to know like how much do you look to validation from the secular world my head says we don't need it because we have enough people in the christian world to listen to our music and make it successful or support it my heart says i'd love to see a day when we just get that seal of approval i don't know whether that's a right motivation or a wrong motivation but i think something in me the little boy in me who grew up in two different musical worlds would i'd like yeah um i think i would love that affirmation that we finally made music that's good enough to get that kind of high five so it's not critical to us but i can't deny that there's a part of me that would love that what would blow my mind is if the real, like the tastemakers, like the pitchforks, the vices of this world, like even if they acknowledged it or talked about it, that would be, that would, that would blow my mind. I, I talked to Vice. Okay. And uh, it's totally on their radar. Hiya, my name's Emma Garland and I'm Associate Editor at Vice UK. Could you categorically say if like, Vice would ever uh, review a Christian album? Theoretically, yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of albums that have come out recently and come out quite frequently that you could, although they don't ostensibly build themselves as Christian albums, like, they're rooted very heavily in Christian culture. Like, Stormzy's Gang Signs and Prayer is very, very... Mm religious and he's very vocal about his Christianity and that went to like number one in the UK charts straight away. I think it's possible to make it cool but not in a not in the the purity ring way that seems to be quite popular in America. Christianity is actually quite it's got a I mean it's got a really great aesthetic like you know it's got it's got it's got all that iconography like churches look amazing like you can do so much with it like Biblical imagery is very, very striking and biblical art is incredible. And, you know, as a piece of, as a work of writing, the Bible's quite sick. So I don't like, like there's so much to play with there. And it's, it's a really, really rich and incredible source of inspiration for any kind of art. People relate to iconography. They relate to very visual things and super aesthetic things. But if the message is quite earnest and it's, seen as um regressive or exclusionary in any way i think in like in big 2018 that's where it'll come up against problems and i also talked to the guardian the guardian music section okay it's also on their radar hello Hi, Alexis. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hi, um, my name is Alexis Petridis. I am the chief rock pop critic of the Guardian newspaper. All right. So what, what, like, from your point of view, what kind of sparked your interest in the Christian music scene? Well, there is a sort of thought 
that at the moment, I suppose because we live in very uncertain times, you know, there is a, some sort of a yearning for spirituality. You know, it, it kind of, it, it, it stands to reason in a way that we're living in an era where everything is shifting and changing some in some ways, um, you know, for the better uh, and in some ways for the worse, but it is shifting and changing quite dramatically. And it's understandable that in times like that, in times of real great uncertainty, people are going to be drawn to looking for some sort of deeper, you know, similar meaning that a lot of stuff in the charts uh, at the moment, stuff by, you know, ostensibly secular artists. The lyrics use a lot of kind of religious language. And that's something that's quite interesting. The, uh, the Brits uh, this year, Stormzy stood up. I mean, Stormzy said a lot of things at the Brits, but he made, you know, he came out with a very explicitly Christian message. He talked very openly about his faith. Um, which is not something that grime artists tend to do, and certainly is not something that artists generally at the Brits tend to do. Um, so it's things like that. These are sort of these are different areas that kind of interest me. And would it be possible for a rock band to come out with an explicitly Christian message and not have people in Britain look askance at it, Christianity? I honestly don't think people would have a problem with a band being open about their Christianity. I don't see why they were. You know, there was a band in the late 90s, early noughties called Delirious. Yes. And Delirious were uh, a Christian band worship band, and they nearly crossed over. They were playing pretty big venues, Shepherd's Bush, Empire, places like that. But, you know, if you went to a Delirious gig, it was different than going to just a rock gig because there were people there. It's worship music. There are people there with the, the one hand in the air and, you know what I mean, all that kind of malarkey. Yeah. And it, people view that as kind of, you know, the, the sort of, um, I guess people, you know, secular audience view that as a bit odd and a kind of weird atmosphere to be in. And, you know, I, the Delirious got probably further uh, than any Christian, explicitly Christian rock band has been probably since there was a band in the 60s, early 60s called The Joy Strings. The Joy Strings had a couple of chart hits. They were like a sort of Mersey beat band. Uh, a bit like, uh, it sounded a bit like sort of Jerry and the Pacemakers or something, but they were made up of uh, Salvation Army uh, members in uniform. And they had a couple of hits. But um, so it's got like about, a, you know, but it never really became a thing. And the stumbling block, I felt, you know, for a wider audience, was was not the Christian, was that it was worship music, and that, and that's different. It, it just has a different emphasis. I think there was quite a, quite a big distinction, and I think you would struggle still, you know, to cross over. Next time on Running Club Records. And even through university, that was challenging. Just... Yeah, I'm the Christian guy, and so then everyone's watching how much you drink, and like, sex is an issue as well. But then it's almost like I just decided to like own the story. This episode of Running Club Records was produced by me, Lily Ames. Sound design was by Ned Porter, and consultation was provided by Jaunty Herman and Gavin Haynes. And if you're liking the podcast, you can follow the story in real time online. Follow Running Club Records on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And check them out at runningclubrecords.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.